Welcome to Legacy Fundraising Chat, where I talk about everything legacy-related to help you, as a fundraiser, generate more interest amongst your supporters in legacy giving. I'm your host, Sunita Gudu, founder of Persuasion and a legacy marketer, providing consultancy training, coaching and interim support to charities of all sizes. You may know that I take on a hands-on approach to legacy fundraising, which I believe helps fundraisers to deliver successful campaigns. One of the things that I know fundraisers struggle with is having legacy case studies. This may be down to not knowing where to start to capture a story and what stories are the most effective anyway. Does this sound like you? Well, on today's show, I tackle this very challenge. I'm going to talk through the steps that you can take in collecting case studies that will inspire and start conversations with your legacy prospects. So why do we need stories anyway? Put simply, a story about someone benefiting from a legacy shows your supporters the difference that their legacy could make. A story with impact will tap into your legacy prospects' emotions taking them on a journey to start caring about your cause, perhaps even more. Remember that legacies, like any other type of charitable giving, is dictated by our hearts and not our minds. Your case studies need to focus on how important gifts and wills have been to your cause. Whether that be the lives that they have saved, the life-changing research they have funded, or maybe the services or projects that have been saved from closure because of a legacy. Along with showing the difference legacies have made, they also need to be able to demonstrate that you need legacies in the future too. When we think about it, talking about legacies through stories is a really easy way to introduce the idea of leaving a gift. It can even take the fear out of talking about legacies if that is something that you feel you need to overcome. So what types of legacy case studies even matter? I've broken these down into five possible stories you could collect. The first one is stories from family members of legators, because family members can tell you what your supporter was like as a person. They might even know what inspired them to leave a legacy to your charity. Perhaps they even talked about their charitable giving to their nearest and dearest in their lifetime. Whilst your readers and legacy prospects find common ground with your past legator, it can inspire them to want to be part of making that difference in the future too. If the idea of talking to family members fills you with dread, stay with me on this. As someone that has been speaking to families for most of my career, I can assure you that the conversations are welcomed by family members and can even be a therapeutic experience for them. When speaking to legators, adult children, for example, expect to hear phrases such as, I am so proud of my mum for supporting your charity in this way. She always instilled in us the importance of giving back and knowing that she even did that right to the end. It's just so like her. The second type of case study you could collect is from friends of legators. So very similar to the family members, in the absence of there being any family members, a friend might be appointed as an executor or beneficiary in the will. Again, 
Expect to hear something similar to what family members could tell you about your legator. The third type of case study is stories from your charity beneficiaries. And this is about demonstrating the difference the legacy has made to your cause. This actually works exceptionally well where a legacy has funded a specific project or has been used to even save a service or project from closing. The fourth type of case study is a story focused on the legator themselves. Say your legator was known to your charity as a donor or perhaps a volunteer or used your charitable services. You can also interview the peers that knew them. These peer stories can be just as inspiring as those from family members. Pledger stories is the fourth type of case study you could collect. These are ex exceptionally powerful where a pledger can talk about the rationale for not leaving their entire estate to their family. Think about it. If they do this, they are saying it's totally okay for people who have children to leave a charitable legacy. From pledgers, you can expect to hear things such as, I don't feel I need to leave everything to my children. I've worked hard to provide for them and get them started in life. I believe that I can support the causes that have been important to me and still leave them a bit of money too. Actually, for a future episode, I'm excited to reveal that I'm in the process of planning to interview legacy pledgers. This is so you can gain real insight into the motivations of what has inspired these individuals to give in this way. Keep tuned to the podcast for these episodes. So those are the five types of case studies which I believe are important as part of your legacy marketing. But how do you access families and friends of legators? Throughout the legacy administration process, work to build a good relationship with the solicitor or lay executor. If you personally don't manage the legacy administration, ensure that whoever does is aware of your plans to ask solicitors for permission to contact families and friends at a later date. Note, really, that this permission is sought after the legacy has been received. You don't want collecting the case study to get in the way of the legacy administration. So let me go into a bit more detail around this. So where you are aware of surviving family members, arrange for a thank you letter to be sent to them via the solicitor. You'll know if there are any surviving members that have benefited from the will just by a simple scrutiny of the will. Personalise your letter as much as time and budget allows. So, you could refer to the fact that you knew how many years the legator was a volunteer for the cause or that they supported you financially. That will show that you knew their loved one and that legator meant something to your cause. Naturally, you only want to write to those where it is clear that they have also benefited from the estate. So when the legacy has been received, again, this is another opportunity for you to send a personal letter via the solicitor. You can, if the family members or friends would be willing to share their loved one's story with you. You can also refer to the fact that it's an opportunity for the family and friends to find out more about how that legacy has been used. 
do ensure that where a solicitor has administered the estate that you go via them and don't contact the family and friends directly. So how do you get pledges to tell their story? This is something that I am asked quite frequently. At the point where a pledger informs you of their legacy intention, I think is the opportune time to invite them to share their reasons for supporting your cause. Tell them why their story matters, such as others hearing their story may also be motivated to support through a legacy too. Now you have some strong legacy case studies, let's dive into how you can share them. So a really easy and quick method is on your website through social media. I think Facebook lends itself really well to case studies, especially if you have an image that relates to the story. With Facebook, you can also create a lead generation form as a way of followers to request legacy information. Think about all your appeals, post, email, perhaps you're doing a telephone campaign. Include legacy stories there too. In your newsletter, what a great story to share when a new legacy has been received and the difference that it's made to your organisation. In thank you letters, why not test a few quotes from one of your case studies? Sign off with a legacy ask at events. Whether you're back to doing in-person events or, or now doing virtual events, you can definitely include all types of case studies in your presentation. And of course, include stories in your next legacy inquiry leaflet or brochure. And that keeps your materials fresh and current. So there are my suggestions on how to collect compelling case studies and how to use them in your legacy marketing. To recap, collect stories from family and friends of legators. Build strong relationships with legacy pledges. Tell stories from a beneficiary's perspective. And don't forget about collecting a story about the legator themselves. Keep good relationships with solicitors and executors to make these conversations easier. Showcase your stories online, in person, in appeals, in your newsletters. I really hope this episode has given you the confidence and ideas on how you can use storytelling to encourage people to think about gifts and wills. Thank you so much for listening to Legacy Fundraising Chat, brought to you by Persuasion, a consultancy training and coaching organisation helping fundraisers just like you. Thank you also for everything that you do for your cause in the charity sector, making it an inspiring place to work. I'm your host, Sunita Gudu, championing your legacy fundraising efforts.